Two men in a six-pack starts in three, two, one. Welcome, two men and a six-pack. Happy birthday, listeners. Steve. Happy birthday. Okay, let's go ahead and just, everybody just, we're going we're gonna to leave it running. Everybody just get what the shit they're going to say out right now. So go ahead and say it. Happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Are y'all done? Because yeah, I can edit out the first 10 seconds and, we, and we're, we're good. good. Go. We're good. All right. Now, back to the important things. It is pretty important, my birthday. But anyway. We got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about some football. We're going to talk about some football, and then we're going to talk about some football. So I got, uh, of course, my man Trevor. Trevor, how you doing? Good, man. You licking your wounds after your first, after the big L you took Tuesday night? It was tough. It was tough. I'm sorry. We'll bounce back. Bobby, we'll bounce back. On Bobby Thursday. and I were there to support you through three quarters, and then when we saw it was a futile attempt, we left. You left before it was over. We left at the end of the third quarter, dude. Yeah, you, were di- you were down by ten. It was over in the and in, in the it was over in the first thirty seconds of the third quarter when the when the kid hit six points in a row. The last minute, we were only down by three. How many did you lose by? Six. Okay. Anyway, you you took the L. Yeah, we took it. Bounced right. back on you Thursday. Back. We won. All right. Then we got athletic director. He was cold as hell Friday Friday night at the football game. Dave Miller. I was actually kind of warm. I had pants on. Did you? <laughs> I did. I actually wore pants. Then we had Joey. Joey Mahalchuk, you with us tonight. You were sitting in the stands with your family? Absolutely. Good Good for you. I was. Uh, I actually attended the game, and it, it was a really good game. We're going to talk about that. But first, thank you, Twin Peaks, for the birthday food. Uh, you went above and beyond. All kinds of just awesome food. Uh, you didn't put any Sassines in there tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, you put a lot of good, uh, other good stuff in there, Mike, and we appreciate that. So anyway, let's move on. Other birthdays besides Steve Goodson's birthday. I knew I shared a birthday with a badass right here. 1942, Dick Buckus was born Chicago Bears, Hall of Fame linebacker, and one of the meanest dudes. I never saw him play live, obviously. I but did. I, I, did you see him? Oh, he was badass. Yeah, he was bad. He was badass. 51. Saw him play on highlights, and he was legitimately in highlights. He scared me. And he was bad. <laughs> he was pretty awesome. He would tackle the whole backfield and then just throw out whoever didn't have the ball till they got to him. <laughs> so he was non-discriminatory. He tackled everybody. Everybody. Good deal. 1953 NBA. I call him a legend because he has a, he had a legendary name, <coughs> Lloyd Bernard Free, better known as World, World. B. Free, Profif- mm. prolific scorer. What college did he go to? Guilford. Guilford College in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh wow. Played for the Clippers when they were in San Diego. Played for the 76ers, played for the Warriors, played for the Cavs, and played for the Rockets. He was sort of a journeyman. He was a journeyman, but he had a great name. He had a great shot. He used to, when he, I remember watching highlights of him as well, he had the most arc on a jump shot of anybody that I ever saw. I mean, he, he you know, he just put so much arc on it. It was incredible. So he couldn't he, shoot at Northwoods. He couldn't shoot at Northwoods. He would hit. He, he would hit, hit he would the hit, rafters. Yeah, he would hit the rafters. Is he related to Metal World Peace? We're going to talk about famous <laughs> NBA nicknames coming up shortly in rapid fire. So good, good segment there. And now, probably only one other person in this room will know who whose birthday this is. 1972, two, Trey Cool, drummer, punk rock band. Green Day. Green Day, exactly. Nice. Miller. you were the you were the only yes, other person that that I that. <laughs> yeah, so Green Day, one of my fav- favorite bands. He was also born on that day. So I don't know who I'm more proud of being born with, Trey Cool or Dick Buckus, but because uh, Trey Cool is way cool. Anyway. Would you be a badass drummer? I could be a badass drummer who had a really cool name. 
Steve be free. Anyway. <laughs> All right. This date in sports. We, we added this in there because I thought it was interesting stuff. 1935, the first Heisman Trophy was awarded. The winner, if anybody knows, I'll give them the rest of this beer right here. Jay Berwanger. He was wow. a halfback, Chicago wow. University. Halfback, Chicago University. Also on this day in 1984, L.A. Rams, Eric Dickerson. That's when they were in L.A. the first time. <clears throat> L.A. Rams, Eric Dickerson, rushed for 215 yards for a season record 2,105 yards. He was, after O.J. Simpson, he was the next next running back to break the 2,000-yard mark for the season. With so, Rex Becks, with so, the goggles. With the goggles, and we will have a rapid-fire question about Eric uh, at the end of the show. Then in 1995, the 61st Heisman Trophy was awarded to another really good running back, Eddie George, who went to what school? Ohio State. Nope. The Ohio the State. The Ohio State <laughs> University. <laughs> and then later played for... The Tennessee Titans. Did, did he play anywhere else? I don't think he did. I, don't I think, think he so. just played. He, he played, he played for the Titans. He played one, one year for who? I want to say the Ravens. Did he? Eddie well, George. Okay. We, we'll look that up, and I hope that that's wrong, and you owe me more than 50 bucks than uh, what you owe me right now. So, anyway. Um, so, with that said, let's move on, and let's talk about something real important. High school football, state playoffs, regional finals. Jacksonville, what a just an awesome game. Jacksonville moved into the 3A state championship uh, after a great, great, great comeback win uh, Friday night uh, at Havelock. Uh, I was there. It was cold. It was a fantastic game. I'm going to give you a few words from Bo Williams before we talk about it. So here we go. Hey, good is it, Bo? Um... The cars were able to come out with a win on Friday night. Nothing but the grace of God to let us pull that one out. Starting off very uptight, giving up two early scores right off the bat, but the kids just fought and battled the whole way through. Um, couldn't be prouder of them. Shows great knowledge of their character, testing to their character and how hard they believe in the system we're doing. And they just kept on battling, 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 and wouldn't give up. Like we told my halftime, you know, if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to kill me. And they, they took it, and we talked about halftime about don't focus on the failure. It was happened before. Let's focus on the greatest comeback, and that's what the kids went out and did. And they did a great job, and we were very fortunate to come out there with a win against a great Havelock program and tradition, great coach to everything. I mean, great players. We were just very fortunate. Like I said, nothing but the grace of God. And we got a tough Charlotte Catholic team coming up this week that loves to pound the ball. And there'll be a lot of red in Chapel Hill this week, that's for sure. They're red, we're red. And we're looking forward to the challenge of stopping the great Catholic. And it was going to be a tough challenge for us. And we're excited and looking forward to it. Go Cards. Thanks. So there you have it from Bo Williams. There you have it, Bo Williams. So for those of you that were not fortunate enough to go to the game, um, 25 seconds into the game, Legitimately, I looked on the clock and there was 11:35 left in the first quarter. Jackson was down 14 to nothing. True story. True story. That's insane. That's crazy. Opening kickoff, touchdown. Havelock kicks off. Jackson fumbles. First play, toss sweep out wide to the left. Touchdown. <coughs> that quick. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, it was a great game. Uh, I was really. I talked to but when I, when I talked to Bo today on on the phone. Um, I told him, I said, dude, man, you, you and your coaching staff are, are to be commended. I said, it had been extremely, extremely easy 
for you guys to get down get down on the sidelines with you know in the first not even thirty seconds of the game, and you know try to come out and change the game plan, do something different. But um, you guys just took it one play play at a time, and just like Bo said in in the interview there on the phone with, that he called in on, and everybody just heard. Um, they just told they told the guys to stick into stick to the system and just believe what they believed in. It was crazy, and I told him, and we talked about this coming back, and then I'll let you guys provide your thoughts. Um, the worm turned midway through the third quarter. Havelock started playing not to lose. They, they changed the way they were playing. They were running the, the play clock down. They were looking over to the sidelines. They were doing – and instead of playing to win, I mean, you got four phenomenal athletes. The Seven. Seven well, D1 they, commits. Well, I know, but they had the, the quarterback, the the one wide, the one running back, and the wide receiver all, are all seniors. And they had the running back that's a sophomore that's being recruited by everybody in the world. So I'm just counting those four guys. You know, gotcha. I'm not counting the line. You had those athletes that were touching the ball, and you you slow the ball down. You you go from playing not to lose, to win. You, you just reverse your whole psychology, and you start slowing the clock down. I mean, they were scared because they knew Jacksonville. They knew that it was turning. So, I will default to you guys, man. Well, part of that in the fourth quarter, and if you looked at the number of their studs that were playing both ways, we don't we don't have but a couple kids that will play a few snaps on the other side of the ball from where they normally play. And I think have a lot wore down as well in the fourth quarter. They just didn't have the gas that they had early on in the game. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. We were actually before an hour or so ago before pre-show. We were doing some pre-show commentary, kind of talking about what what we we're going to talk about. We actually talked talked about that. I, I'm I still am the, of, of the firm belief you put your best eleven out there. If they play both ways, they play both ways. Now, somebody like the quarterback, you know, you maybe need to reconsider that because he's he's touching the ball every single play. You know, maybe give him some spells on defense. You know, he the kid's going to Tennessee, probably going to play safety, I guess, or whatever. But, you know, maybe give him some spells on defense. You know, but, um, you know, number two, the number two kid, Spots, Spotsville, Spotswood. Spotsville. Spotsville kid. He's going to, he's, he's going to Carolina. To me, he's, he was the most impressive kid on the – he was the most impressive athlete on the field. Not only because he was going to Carolina, but um, – but, True I story mean, comes out. Yeah, no, no. He was I – mean, he, he just – he was impressive, man. I mean, whether it was catching the ball, whether it was they ran a lot of jet sweeps to him, they ran some options to him out of the backfield. He just they seemed to try to get the ball in his hands as much as they could. But you make a valid point when you play kids both ways. You know, in the end, conditioning whether you're playing them both ways or whatever in the fourth quarter, you know, it's going to wear down. So, Joey, what were your thoughts sitting up there with the with all the parents scream, screaming and hollering? Did you keep your shirt on? Did you keep your shirt I on. Kept, absolutely. You did keep your shirt on. Take my clothes off. Okay. Um, just so, but 25 seconds into the game, parents were going bananas. Were they really? Oh, it was crazy. Uh, you guys need to wake up. Or it was get your head out of your blank. Um, it was telling everything, but like just stay positive. I thought it was awesome. The band, 25 seconds into the game, I don't know if you guys noticed, they played Don't Stop Believing. 25 seconds into the game, their team was down 14 nothing, and that's what they were playing. It was. I was laughing out loud. I was thinking, man, that's pretty impressive that they would have the – the wickedness to, to, you know, realize, hey, just keep playing, just keep playing. It's a long game. 
It was impressive. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Most exciting football game I think I've ever witnessed. I would I would say that's probably the case. It's the most exciting high school football game that I ever witnessed. I played in a couple more that were a little few, a little more exciting than that. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, now Jacksonville, eleven and one, advances to its first state championship game since 1994. Twenty five years ago. Yep. And My first will, year at Jacksonville. And they will play defending three A state champs, Charlotte Catholic mm-hmm. Cougars. Who uh, they're fourteen to one. They beat Kings Mountain. I think it was thirty to seven uh, Friday night. Uh, game is now scheduled uh, for Saturday at eleven a.m. Keenan Stadium, Chapel Hill. And I'm going on record to say this will probably be the best football game played on that football field this year. I would agree. Would y'all agree with me? I will second. You were second that. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna uh, concur with that, even though it hurts me to say so. Even when. Um, that was the pre. Mac is back. Though. But Mac, Mac is, is back. back. Mac is back. So, but moving on, uh, our other school, my buddy Charlie Dempsey, didn't have as good a luck. Southwest they fell to North, to Northeastern Eagles, forty-seven thirty-six in Elizabeth City Friday night. This is the second straight year that Charlie and his boys have fallen in the regional finals. But uh, each year they've gotten better. First year losing record. Second year, and I think they went seven and four. Last year they went. 11 and uh, no seven and five. I'm sorry. Last year they went 11 and four, and this year they finished 12 and three. So uh, some good things. Charlie's doing doing some good things. I wish we'd have been going up there for um, a cup. Well, it actually worked out well because if Southwest was would have won, they were supposed to play at 11 o'clock on Saturday in Raleigh. And Jacksonville, the schedule we looked at, they were originally supposed to play Friday night at 7:30. So we were hoping we get to see both both of them play. Um, but now it worked out where. They've been playing at the same time, so we'll just go watch the cards play. So, anyway, go cards. Can't believe I said that, but go cards. Arizona, go, go Arizona Cardinals. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no. Uh, pulling for you guys, and uh, we hope uh, next Sunday night when we're doing this podcast that we'll be saying that uh, Jacksonville broke, brought him the trophy. Hey, you might get the bow in here next week. Um, he's already committed to me and said if they win, he will be in here. There so, you go. He will still be here. He'll come. It's an accomplishment. Yeah, he'll come. Absolutely. He'll come. All right, let's move on. College football this week. Not a lot of games, but a lot of stuff went on. Let's talk Heisman. This is just informal talk. So, I, so I'm just going to throw throw some info out there, and then I'm going to open it up. Kyler Murray was selected as, as the Heisman Trophy winner two years in a row that a Oklahoma quarterback has won the Heisman. Um, he could become, actually, the third player in history – to win the Heisman and then not go on to play in the major leagues. Do you know who? Do you guys know who the other? Well, he is going to play in the major leagues. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm baseball. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> could be. I'm sorry. Could be the third player in history to win the Heisman and play in the major leagues. I'm sorry. Do you happen to know who the other two are? One is pretty easy. One, if you get, you'll be a you'll be a hero. Dion. No, Dion never. Dion never won the Heisman. Charlie Ward played basketball, played in the major leagues, major league baseball. That would be baseball, right? Chris Winkie. Baseball. Chris Winkie. Chris Winkie never played in the major leagues. He played in, in the minor leagues. Who was the greatest athlete of all time? Uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's one of them. And then Vic Janowski from The Ohio State University back in the late 30s or early 40s. Wow. That's the guy I was um, thinking of. Yeah, that's the guy you were thinking of. You knew that one. Yeah, I could But anyway, those two, those two guys, I knew everyone. I thought everyone would get Bo, but obviously nobody uh, got Bo. Closest Heisman vote in history. Yeah, well, you got it, but I had to give you a hint. No, no, I was letting everybody else answer. Okay, my bad. Anyway, closest Heisman vote in history. Tua had more points than any other second-place finish ever. uh, Kyler Murray had 517 votes, first-place votes, 2,167 points. 
Uh, Tua had 299 first place votes for, and he had 1,871 points. So my question to you guys: Did the Heisman folks get it right, or did the folks that vote on the Heisman get it right? Yes. And I'm going to leave that to y'all. And if you're going to commentate over did. there from the cheap seats and get over here and talk, not from over there. I think they got it right. He's the best college player right now. That has nothing to do with school system. Right. Right. He's the best college football player right now today. So, yeah, they got it right, my opinion. Do you all agree? I, I don't have a problem with it. I like Haskins from Ohio State. So, so that's my question. So, one of my <laughs> questions. the is, Ohio State? Right. So, should Dwayne Haskins got more love than he did? No. Hell no. <laughs> is that because he went to the Ohio State? Yes. I mean, do with it. I, I'm just, I mean, he, his numbers were good. Were very good. Yes. Yeah, just very, as well. Yep. Very comparable to to the kid from from Oklahoma. Question. If Heisman ballots would have been due November 30th, before the conference championship games, do you think Kyler Murray still would have won or do you think two, two would have won? Do you think last Saturday's conference championship game and Kyler Murray leading Oklahoma to a, to a championship having, I think he threw for like 376 yards, two would get knocked out, and right. even before he got knocked out was not having a great game. Do you think the conference championship, that was the last time voters got to look, do you think that had an impact on the final vote? Uh, yes. Yes, a little bit. I think it does. Um, you know, because, you know, you, you want to wait till that last game's played, and so you don't base it on the whole – you kind of look at how it finishes up, and I think that probably did pay a little bit of a. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just right. You know, I'm just asking. Yeah. Especially how close it was. Right. You know, there's some that probably it swayed their vote what about one way or another. Back in the Big Twelve and the joke defense of that conference. Okay, we we can hear you, Andy, but no one on the podcast can hear you. So <laughs> if you would like to make a comment, then please come over here and make a comment. Hold on, we have oh, someone oh. looking over. Guest speaker. You don't have to get all. You don't have to lick Eat the mic. It. I don't have to lick it. Eat it. From right there. Okay. Make your comment. My question is: okay. Should his Heisman be disqualified a little bit, or have an asterisk because he's in the Big Twelve conference of no defense? Where they play no defense. Correct. Well, I think they want to Let me ask you this question: When's the last time a Heisman winner played for a losing team? Never. Probably never. never. Okay, so Kyle Murray gets so. Let me ask you this question: Does Alabama make it to the national championship, the Final Four, without Tua? Yes. Yes. Does Oklahoma make it to the Final Four without Kyle Murray? No. No. There you go. They're not going to make it with Kyle Murray, so it doesn't. So your question is, is he relevant? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Final Four. I thought you meant. I thought you were saying the championship. The Final Four. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a valid point, but the, but it's not the MVP. Right. There, there's a big difference in the most valuable player and the best player in in college football. Anyway, Murray Stass, I mean, I'll just tell you this: he entered the, he entered the, the regular season with the highest QBR, 96, second highest completion rate, 70.9, second most passing yard uh, passing TDs, 42. Who had the most TDs? Haskins, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, yeah. who broke whose record in the Big Ten? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. And he had the and Murray had the third most passing yards this season, uh, just over a tad over four thousand. Sounds like the Panthers need a new damn quarterback, don't we? Amen. Anyway, yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna get to that one in a minute. Trust me. Trust me. Sorry, Zach. Uh, anyway, I think I think they got it right. I think um, when all in all, I think uh, Nick Saban hurt Tua during the season. 
by playing them not in, playing. by not playing them in the, in the fourth quarter because they were. I mean, hey, you know, you can't have it all. You either going to win, win win national championships or you're going to win Heisman's. And personally, I think Nick Saban cares more about winning uh, national championships than Heisman. So, mm-hmm. moving on, more Ohio State news. Urban. I really don't recall anything that happened during a four-month stretch or four-year stretch. Announced uh, this week that he would be retiring from a, the Ohio State University after the Rose Bowl on January 1. Ryan Day, who filled in for uh, Meyer during his three-game suspension for that lack of memory, uh, will be taking over in the fall uh, as the coach. Myers once again cited health reasons, issues. And I say once again because, as I recall, back in 2010 maybe, 9 or 10, when he left Florida, it was health reasons. That son of a bitch just can't stay healthy, can he? I mean, I mean it's a lot I mean, of time. It's stress. Yeah. yeah, mental stress. So is it because – Do you think there's more to it than the health? Plain or simple? A little bit of both. Because of the way he runs his system and the way he – doesn't remember things, it adds to his stress <laughs> levels. You can't knock him for not remembering stuff. He forgot. He forgot. Did I mean, what the hell? He forgot. He? I don't know. He doesn't know. Maybe he has selective memory. Right. That's a real thing. Is that like selective hearing that your kids, yes. ha- that your kids have? Yes. Yeah, it's not okay. illegal. So, my only question to y'all is, do you think Ohio State's done anything wrong and anything's going to be coming down? No. You do not think that. You know, when after shortly after he left Florida – there were sanctions thrown on Florida, correct? Correct. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, and anybody can go back and look it up, after he left the University of Utah, didn't they get in trouble with, like, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or get in trouble with somebody <laughs> in Utah? Or about? Didn't they get in trouble? I think there was some potential sanctions that Utah went through shortly after he left. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But you got is that your prediction? No, it's not my predictions. I'm just saying, man, everywhere this guy, I mean, he's the John Calipari of freaking college basketball, man. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Well, who else else would be considered the John Calipari of, okay, would you rather him be considered the John Calipari or Rick Pitino? Which one? Same. Isn't it the same? same. Aren't they the same person? (laughs) Nah, Rick Pitino, man. Nah. Anyway, I just, let's hope, let's hope it's nothing. I hope it is. I hope it is nothing but health, and I hope he his brain seizure aneurysm cyst or whatever. I hope, you know, I don't like him. I don't like Ohio State. I like Ohio State a little bit better now that now that now that he's leaving. I don't like it, man. He's a he's a he's a he's a piece of crap, man. For that mess. For that Goody, mess, how do you really feel? You don't even know him. But I know what happened or reported <laughs> in the news, and when you have selected memory like that, that only benefits you and your situation, then look. This is my show and your show. I can say what I want to. It's not like he's listening. I don't care. He, he might. might be. Maybe. Well, Urban, if you are, call in. I take interviews from Bo Williams. I can take interviews from you, too. <laughs> so, question. Do you think he coaches again? Absolutely. Yes, for sure. College or pro? Yes. Green Bay Packers? <laughs> no. I hope not. Probably college again. College, college again? Yeah. The rumor going around is, you know what the big, vicious rumor is? UNC. Well, UNC Charlotte. <laughs> Notre Dame gets blowed out in the by Clemson. He'll be the next Notre Dame coach. That's the rumor. I think he just goes somewhere small with less I'm just stress. Telling you. Like I'm Youngstown just, State. Nice. Write it down. Bowling Green. That's where he started. Yeah. Come full circle. Background, baby. Full circle. A lot less stress. You don't this have to win national championship. This is the year of full. 
Circle of Life. Lion King, Circle of Life, full circle. We'll see what happens. All right, let's let's move on because I've talked way too much about Urban Meyer. Um, this this one kind of bothers me, and, and we actually had this debate. The hottest trend in the college football going right now, players skipping their bowl games for the NFL draft. Uh, a couple years ago, Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey both sat out. They end up being – both of those guys end up being top ten picks. Uh, this year the list is growing and could reach record numbers. So I'm going to just shout out some of these names. I college, I follow college football pretty pretty well, uh, a lot more than I know a lot of people listening on this show do. So when I say some of these names, you're going to say, who? Okay, but anyway, Will Greer, quarterback, West Virginia. He announced yesterday, sitting out. Jermaine Pratt, linebacker, NC State, <laughs> sitting out. Debo Samuels, wide receiver, South Carolina, sitting out. Noah Fant, tight end, Iowa, sitting out. Rashawn Gary, defensive line, Michigan, sitting out. Greedy, of course he is greedy. Greedy Williams, cornerback, LSU, sitting out. Ed Oliver, defensive line, Houston. He sat out the whole year. He was hurt the whole damn year. He took the whole year off. Yeah. Keneal or Neil in Keneal, Harry, Keneal Harry, wide receiver, Arizona State. Kelvin Harmon, wide receiver, NC State. Donnell Green, offensive tackle, Minnesota, and Justin Hill, running back, Oklahoma State. Are these guys right what they're doing, or are they totally being jerks and not right? I, I sort of, I sort of, I, I, I agree. On the, you agree with what? Them sitting out. Okay. I think and it's I a great idea that they sit out and they should not ride in a car the rest of their life in case they get a hangnail. Candy asses. <laughs> Me and you are on the same page on this one, Bob Mills. So and they, they do have insurance policies. But that's you're talking a million dollars as opposed to what they could really make million. over a career. Well, you just need to find a better insurance company. What's good? What's what's any difference in, in, in getting hurt in the 14th game of the season and getting hurt in the third game of the season? So if these guys were so concerned about getting hurt, why didn't they just sit out the whole season and not play? It's everyone needs to take care of themselves. I and I get it. Just like the school took care of them for four years or three years or whatever while they were in school. Absolutely. You better get an Uber home now. <laughs> so, when I had this conversation with the boys here earlier tonight, I hope that every one of these dudes, when they announced that they were not going to play in the bowl game, I hope that their university kicked them out of the dorm right then, because they no longer they no longer were college were were, were college yeah, football players. I, I get what you guys are saying. I can, I get it. But think about this: that they need to support themselves. Like the the, college, the universities are making means off of these guys. And these guys true have false, right? true, oh, absolutely, true stories. So absolutely. So we, I've used you. Now I'm have a chance to go to the draft. Why can't I take care of myself now? That's Once, fine. This, there's no. That's the same thing. But that's the me, me, me mentality. What about the what about the sixty some some <laughs> other players that, that that he went through the grind with for three or four years they have playing the same football? Opportunity. Huh? They're they not as the good. Same, they have the same chance. Okay, so let me ask you this. Will Greer going to, going to go play in the the Camp Fest Fiesta Bowl? In, the what? In the, whatever bowl it is in Orlando. <laughs> the camp, it's a camp something bowl. So if these guys were all major, get a free players, major players for their teams, why do you think West Virginia got to that bowl? So should the bowl committee now all of a sudden kick them out of that bowl because Will, Will Grill's not playing? Because they wouldn't be there without him. It does change the game. It changes the game. It changes the matchup. So they're basically okay. still. So basically, the university is stealing money from the bowl now because they're 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 under false 
false that, the pretenses. The didn't have to, hey, listen, is he going to play? He's not. Well, then we're not. Well, they just assume that most kids have integrity, and they would. It's still integrity. And they and they would and and they would fulfill their commitment to play. (laughs) Okay, so how about um, the quarterback for Clemson, Kelly Bryant? Yep. Would you have been a fan if he went to Carolina? Would you have been a fan of Kelly Bryant because he left Clemson? He quit. He quit. He's a quitter. Yeah, because he was benched. How many oh, players okay. do that? So what's the difference between but he benched? Is, but he was on the bench. You, all these guys are starting players and have major still, and they have major impacts. They have they're major they have themselves. they have major impacts on their team. They have starting roles on their team. Kelly Bryant was no longer a starter. He was benched, and so he was move, he was moving on. He he transferred. Well, to like yeah, but but if Sunshine got hurt, he'd have to be he could have played. The regular season team. over, <laughs> but yet. You know, what's crazy about this is it hadn't been done two years ago, this wouldn't be an issue. It, right? it never would be it so never been an issue. Should you be are you mad should you be mad at the players or should you be mad at college football? Why would I be mad at college football? They're allowing this to happen. They can't make them play. They way. can't make them play. They can't okay. make them play. They're, so I just think I just think much like society is they're selfish. They're selfish. Now this does have this does have really good precedent. I will tell you this. You're never gonna convince me that you're right and I'm right. right. But <laughs> this has great precedence. So, uh, two or three years ago, I can't remember. It may, three, it may have been longer than that now. Jalen Jalen Smith, Notre Dame, was going to be a top five draft pick. Breaks his leg or crushes his knee. I'm sorry. In the bowl game, mm-hmm. drops to the second round. Gets drafted by Dallas. Now he's having a great great season, great career. When his contract's up, he's 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 going to get paid. <coughs> so he left he left some money on on the table right. and he got injured. But my point is. Jalen Smith could have could have got injured in the second game of the season just right. just as easily as, as he could have gotten injured in the last game of the season. And if Will Greer Will Greer was so, and I'm a Will Greer fan, man. If Will Greer was so focused on taking care of Will Greer, then maybe Real, Will Greer should have sat out the whole season and gone down to Orlando and hired a trainer to train him for a year and then entered the draft. If he was that concerned about getting hurt, he should have sat out after eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. I mean, he should have started training in eighth grade. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just that you agree to disagree. And the thing about it is, Will Greer is not even projected to be a first round draft pick. Right. So this is this is this is morphed now from first round draft picks to hey man, I may get drafted, so I don't need to play. I might get hurt. And that's the thing that sucks about it. You're losing the best people. The whole bowl season is built up to see. Great college football games in most instances. Well, when you said you get Louisiana Tech versus Alcorn State, bowl games, I agree with you. you. Hey, I agree with you. Hey, Goody, but it's a buildup. That's why they need to just go ahead and go to a full playoff system. Those kids play the last game of the season. I agree. I do. I agree with you. Or you know, or you could. The, the, be the like, problem is the system. The problem is the system, and these kids are doing everything within the system. Right. You're right. Now, again, I have another Ohio State instance. This is another reason I just do not like Ohio State. Nick Bosa, prime, great example, Joey's brother. No, don't, don't hate the Ohio State University. Hate St. Thomas Aquinas High School. Why is that? Is that is that where they went to school? Yes. Okay. Well, well there's some backstory there. Dave doesn't like the media. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. It's, like, it's like Charlotte Catholic. I actually have a little more respect for Nick Boza than I do these other guys. Because he quit the whole season. Yeah. Because he, he got hurt. He's a quitter. And, and he said. He quit on he his did, team. But he quit the second game of the it season. It doesn't matter. He quit. he quit. And so Ohio State was who Ohio State was for the rest of the season. These teams They're are all not who they quitters. are the rest of the season. <laughs> I guarantee you, those, those kids that were, if they were in 
the national semifinals, the final four, they would be playing. Okay, so you only have to play if you're going to be potentially for the championship. Change, so why, change the system. So why do you have the other 70 bowls? That, that's a good question. All right, so Money. Let, let me throw this in Money. to okay. back my boy Joey up here. So let's not kid ourselves. Well, why would you enjoy against me? But go ahead. That's all right. Let's not kid ourselves that the 70 bowls are for fans' enjoyment. It's for the billions of dollars that it generates for the NCAA. Do you so, think do, do you think the the Poulain weed eater in the tennis bowl generates billions of dollars? It it generates it loses money. Dude. You're on crack if you think that. Do you think the do you think the come on each kid's getting a weed eater? Actually, I think they had a choice between a chainsaw or a weed hey, eater. Man. You know you're cool when you go and you get your swag bag and you got some weed or. Some weed chainsaw. or chain, yeah, some 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 uh, oil some and some oil. mix, some mix and some oil, and you got some uh, weed eater cord and, I just got and, one and and you get some safety glasses. The discussion is question. falling What's apart. If, if Ray Goodson, Steve's son, yes. was a top ten NFL pick, yes, and he only had a million dollar contract, or we knew he'd get picked draft in the top ten, yes, and he'd get twenty million, yes. Would Greg Goodson be playing in that game? Absolutely not. Not. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying it's fair, and I don't say I have. I don't have double standards. I don't have. I have double standards, most definitely. I'm not arguing that. Damn it! I can argue it because it's my birthday. Birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. All right, let's move on. NFL news. This bro. This actually. What'd you say? Not This broke last week. Actually, while we were recording this podcast, Mike McCarthy was fired as the coach of the Green Bay Packers. The Packers uh, lost early, earlier that day to the Arizona Cardinals, uh, twenty to seventeen, and uh, they currently after, after that game, their record dropped to four seven and one. During his thirteen year tenure with the Packers, McCarthy went one twenty five seventy seven and two. He should be fired just for tying two games. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, he did win Super Bowl in 2010, made the playoffs nine times. Those nine times he made the playoffs, he only – he had a record of 10 and 8. So, I mean, oof. That's, you know. So, reports have, have it that Aaron Rodgers potentially could have had something to do with this. What are your thoughts? Anybody's thought, thoughts? He's going to get what he wants. Rodgers is going to get what he wants. As he should. Franchise quarterback. What do you think, Dave? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. He had a lot to do with it. We were talking about this a little while ago before the show. Do you think it bothers Aaron Rodgers to see players like Patrick Mahomes and the kid from uh, the Rams? Can't remember his name. The quarterback. Jared Goff. Goff. Them just throwing up crazy ass numbers because of the coaches and offensive systems that they're in, and he and he and he and he's going. I'm a, I'm a better quarterback than these guys, but yeah, these guys are putting up better numbers. Do you think that bothers him? He, I, I would I would say he's got an ego. I think he just he, wants he, to win. Well, I don't think he's worried about numbers as much as he, that he just wants to win. Has Green Bay ever had a good defense? No. I mean, legitimately, have they ever had a good defense? Yeah, when 1966. With, when Reggie White played with them. Vince Lombardi. Back, Vince Lombardi, yeah. I don't think the Packers have ever had a good defense. If we had Matt Cross here, he would probably tell us. Maybe when, maybe when Reggie White was playing for him, they had a good defense. But, I mean, you know, it's got to be bad. You know, you got to beat somebody 42 to 35 or something like that to win. So, who do you think is going to be the Packers' next head coach? Any, any ideas? 
Do you think and, and do you think Aaron Rodgers will have a say in the next head coach for the Green Bay Packers? I would imagine he probably would. I mean, How he, old is, he? is he 38, 39? No, he just turned th- last Sunday on December 2nd was Aaron's Rodgers' 35th birthday. Okay, so he turned 35. First five years well, yeah, he sat he sat behind. I mean, so he's 35, but hell, his body is, you know, he's I mean, hell, he's dating Dana Patrick cuz he's got his body's got to be somewhat saved up. I mean, hell. I mean, think about that. So, I don't know, Dave. I just think I think you're right. I think he's going to I think he's going to have a hand in what goes on. I guarantee he will. I mean, they're they're going to look for an offensive-minded coach. Um, you know, Josh McDaniels. Uh That name's been, that name's been bad. Um What's his face from Oklahoma? Lincoln. Lincoln. Um, his name is surfacing for every potential yes. job opening in the world. Yeah. I heard that. I heard that Dixon High School was looking for a new football coach, and Lincoln <laughs> Riley's name had surfaced. Dang, I got big bucks. <laughs> Interesting. So let's talk before we move on out of football. Um, let's talk about today with some pretty interesting, in- interesting games. Um, I love the fact that. Uh, New England lost on a freak play because awesome. I, b- because I hate New England. That was awesome. Um, I hate the fact that Pittsburgh just got a got a field goal blocked at the end, end of the game, and Andy got so depressed. He, I think he went outside and left. Did Andy leave? Yes. Yeah, Andy got <laughs> depressed. He got depressed and left. Um, we'll we'll talk about. Okay, we'll just go ahead and mention it. The Panthers, five in a row. Terrible. Fire all of them. Well, we're gonna, yeah, we'll get to that. So, what what's what's the deal, man? What's the deal? It can't always be on the you know the defense. The defense going into this game had like the worst third down stoppage rate of any defense in the league, I think, or something like. It was some kind of crazy stat. And you think about Carolina's defense being like awesome, but their third down conversion rate for the, on the defensive side. It's got to be coaching. It's got well. He's just you know, Riviera fired his defense coordinator, or didn't fire him. He had a defense coordinator, but he kind of demoted him. And now this game, he started calling the defensive signals. I don't so, even blame uh, Cam Newton anymore. I blame the coaches in the front office for not having a different quarterback in there instead of Cam Newton because oh, wow. he's not a quarterback. You didn't think about that, did you? Oh wow! Because what did you say? <laughs> Repeat what you just said. That was pretty philosophical. It's the coaches and the owners' fault for keeping Cam Newton in there. It's not Cam's fault. He's not a quarterback. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I, I mean, I've you been just, on the camp. I've been on the camp train for a while. We also have been on the LeBron train too, and you're wrong. I, mean, I was on what? You're on the LeBron train. But well, that's for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. There's um, only one team that won this week that scored less than 20 points on offense. Who was that? I, mean, I can't remember. San Francisco, I think. San Francisco. They all scored over 20 points to win. You can't. This league, you cannot score 20 points and win. Detroit seventeen, Arizona three. Yeah, Detroit. San Francisco had twenty at halftime. It was twenty nothing at halftime. Yeah. So they won. They, they scored won twenty points. to fourteen. Okay. I, I mean, I just you know you have to score points. You got to score points. It's almost impossible to stop someone one on one wide receiver cornerback in With, today's NFL. Yeah. In today's NFL, the way but, the rules are written. So yeah, so we should be able to do the same thing, except we can't hit a three yard slant. That's because Cam's. No one ever says anything about his mechanic. How many times he throws off his back foot? And oh, I said some receivers. Every time he oh. has a he has a horrible throwing motion. But no one, I mean, Tim Tebow, all he does is win. But they all he did was ridicule his throwing motion. It was awful. But he, he won. He won. Right. Well, he was an option 
quarterback. Well, but, yeah, but let's be honest. Play to his strengths. When the Panthers were winning, we didn't say crap about, about right. Cam's throwing motion. Well, because he right. ran the ball. Uh, it was a run-pass mm-hmm. option. Yeah, but when he threw the ball, him. we didn't say crap about his throwing motion. You're right. If Tim Tebow had gone 2-15, and 15, we'd have said he was too short or too whatever, and he had a horrible, he was too slow, couldn't throw because he had a horrible throwing motion. When you win, winning cures all evils. Fixes everything. Fixes everything. So, I agree. <clears throat> all right, let's move on. I'm I am just extremely tired of talking about NFL football, and I probably will not watch, not watch it again till the, next week, till tonight, till tonight. So anyway, all right, studs and duds, stud of the week. Who wants to start off stud, stud of the week? I'll go with the Miami Dolphins. Last play of the game. Woo woo! I don't even like go Fins. Awesome. Miller's a fish fan. <laughs> that was going to be uh, that. I have several studs of the week. Who do you want to stud? Do you want to stud up with Jacksonville High School? Jacksonville High School coaching staff and whatever they said at halftime, do it again, one more time. And the players too. It goes. To, I mean, it's unbelievable. That was absolutely amazing. All right, my stud of the week. You know, I always tend to go a little bit outside the box. My stud of the week, Bobby Mills. <laughs> Bobby went through a little surgery this week, and he came through with flying colors. So, Bobby, here's to you, my brother. Glad everything got took out all right, and hope everything will continue to come out all right from this point on. Stud, you're you're my stud of the week, Bobby Mills. You do all you can. You do all you can. <laughs> dud of the week. Wait, I don't get a stud. Oh, I thought you said Miami Dolphins. No, I, I no, I was just agreeing. Oh, oh, you're just look, oh, so he he, he took he took my one. Okay, absolutely. Because I knew somebody. Joey took my other one. Okay. So I had I had I had three. Perfect. Wow. Derrick Henry. Nine nine yard run. Yeah. Oh, just just, just throwing people all over the place. They, yeah. they awesome. bumped his Madden stats up by twenty and gave him a ninety nine overall stiff arm. <laughs> after that game, that was awesome. Yeah, I have I, I have him on my fantasy team. On, on the your bench, bench. Yeah. everybody had him on yeah. the bench. I had him on the bench. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually my dud of the week for doing that. No, I'm just messing. So dud of the week, Joey. Who's your dud of the week? Oh wow, I pass. I'll, I'll come back. Okay, Dave. Dud of the week. Dud of the week. Um, I don't have one. Panthers front office. Panthers front wow. office. I'm not saying get rid of Ron Rivera, but I'm saying Cam Newton's time to go. I'd trade him for Pat Mahomes straight up right now. Well, who wouldn't? Patriots. The KFC Chiefs. <laughs> we had Patriots. <laughs> Dud of the week. Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers. Five losses in a row. TV after he threw the game losing interception at the end of the game, the TV announcer said that. 60% of the time when a quarterback throws an interception, it's the wide receiver's fault because they've run the wrong route or done something else. Huh. Well, Mr. TV announcer, that means 40 freaking percent of the other time it's the quarterback's fault, and I just don't buy your math because <laughs> Cam is throwing way too many interceptions. Uh, so you, you can't tell me there's one common denominator in the many interceptions that he's, that's being thrown to the different potential wide receivers, and that's the somebody's throwing the ball. Okay. Zach Doherty, you text us something today after Cam threw a completion. You said that he had thrown now for 3,000 yards and only one other quarter, quarterback in history had started their careers with eight straight 3,000-yard passing season. Cam Newton and Peyton Manning. Well, Zach, Cam Newton is no, and I repeat, no Peyton Manning. And I'm just going on record to say Cam Newton will be there next year. But Ron Rivera will not be there next year. Right now, Ron Rivera will not be there. I was hoping we'd get Cam's, that. Cam's going to stay. Okay. Cam's going to be staying. I'm just going to tell you, Cam, Cam's going to stay because he's the – whether you like it or not, 
on the offensive side of the ball, he's the face of the franchise. McCaffrey's moving up there. Mm-hmm. On the defensive side, the face of the Panthers is Luke. So, but Cam Newton is the face of the franchise as it relates to the Carolina Panthers on the offensive side of the ball. And the easiest scapegoat to start with is the coach. Is the coach. Every time. So, Zach, please don't text me any more stats about Cam <laughs> Newton being great unless you're going to text me how many stats – how many times in interceptions he threw? Okay? It's 12. New segment. Did you really tweet this? This segment goes out to the Don, our president. <clears throat> A well-known tweeter. Controversial tweeter. August 3rd, 2018. Our president tweeted, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. Don, I can't believe you said that Don Lemon made LeBron look smart and that you like Mike. Sometimes you just have to think about not hitting the send button. <laughs> Our president. All right, rapid fire. Who's a better linebacker, Nick Buckus or Lawrence Taylor? Oh, it's wow. two, two different type of linebackers. Rapid fire, Dave. Re- Dicka. Dicka, Dicka wasn't even in the car. He was a tight end. I think I'm in Buckus. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bears. I'm thinking Bears. Buckus, who you got? LT. LT, who you I'm got? I'm going with LT because I've watched him. I got he was a defensive end, though. Yep. Wait, so I he was two. an outside linebacker. He walked down. Stand up. He was stand up. He was a stand up. When you stand up, you're considered a linebacker. It's my show, my birthday, Trevor's show. Tre- <laughs> and tre- Trevor voted for Lawrence Taylor, so he's an outside linebacker. Who, Trevor? Oh, he went to the UNC University, right? That's why he's getting the vote. Who was a better actor, Buckus and Necessary Roughness or Any Given Sunday, or Lawrence Taylor in Any Given Sunday and Waterboy? Ooh. (laughs) Rapid fire. Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy's in there. I got to go with Waterboy. Taylor, I agree with you. Craziest name in the NBA, Will Be Free, Fat Lever, Bimbo Coles, God Sham God, Metal World Peace. I got to go with the fat boy. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, because he looked like me, right? Yeah. Eric Dickerson was one half of a dynamic duo in college. What what college did Eric Dickerson go to school? SMU. SMU. Killed the program. What was his his running mate's name? Craig James. Craig James. What was their nickname, the dynamic duo? Pony Express. Pony Express. Express. That was a great Those 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 boys were bad. Best players money could buy, baby. Yep. (laughs) Who is the only defensive player to ever win the Heisman Trophy? Woodson. What year? 1997. You are correct, Mr. Mills. We're getting into some little Heisman trivia here. Name the Notre Dame linebacker that finished second in the Heisman voting. You look at my sheet. No idea, I promise. That's a great, that is a great guess, and you are correct. Matti Teo in 2012. The only other his boyfriend. The yeah, only yeah. Really. The only other defensive player to finish that high. No one will get this because it's not on this piece of paper. Hugh Green, who played for the University of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. finished oh, second wow. in the in in the Heisman uh, voting when that happened. And as we're watching, Dallas just scored a touchdown to go up on the Eagles no. with in overtime, and the game is over, yeah. 20, 29 to twenty three. Those of you that had. The Cowboys, Cowboys plus, the, the, those of you that had a Cowboys minus seven, you're upset because they don't kick the extra point in um, overtime. I don't know if that was the line. I just oh, said that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 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 that was that. Yeah. Wow. Oklahoma is the first school in the modern era, 1960s on, 
since the Ohio State University won back-to-back Heisman winners. Who won it from Ohio State University those um, years? And, no, Andy, Archie, Andy, Archie, Archie, Archie Griffin. That's right. He I'm won it back-to-back 74. Back in 74 yep. and 75. Another college also accomplished this feat, oh, wow. but it was also but it was later not recognized. Who was that school and named the players? What was no? What was the question? There was there was another school since Archie Griffin that won that play, their two their players won back to back Heisman's, even though it was le, one of them was later invalidated. USC. That's correct. Oh, USC. Right. Matt Liner won it in 04, and Reggie Bush won it in 05. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Do what else? Oklahoma. No, they seventeen played. and eighteen. Yeah, I, I said that. This is the first time since then. Yeah, Oklahoma has produced seven Heisman winners, which is tied for the most with two other schools. What are those two other schools? Most Heisman winners. We've mentioned, Alabama. We've mentioned both of them so far in the Heisman. The Ohio State. The Ohio State. Southern Cal. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Who was the first sophomore to ever win the Heisman? Hint, it was in 2007. Steve Goodson. Good guess, but no. Greg Goodson. Good guess, but no. 2007. His name has been mentioned in this podcast today. Reggie Bush. Nope. Tim Tebow was the first sophomore ever to win the Heisman. Who was the first freshman to win the Heisman and the BCS National Championship game in the same year? Jeez. And he also is a spokesman for Uber. Brady's correct. Jameson Winston. Would you rather retire as a forgotten coach with a winning record or a famous coach known to lose championships? Oh. How much does it pay? Yeah. Easy uh, question. Rather, I'm, ask, I'm asking the three coaches sitting win. around here. Would you rather retire as a forgotten coach with a winning record or a famous coach known as to lose championships, a.k.a. Dean Smith? Which one? Oh, wow. You say Dean Smith, and absolutely. At least you got to. Okay, rapid fire. Which one would you rather be known as? <laughs> I'd rather win. The guy that got it. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Okay. Would you rather have a long, average playing career, or would you have rather have a short, fantastic career that was cut short by injuries? Injuries. Okay, at least I have. Long experience. career. I'm making more money. Yeah. Long. Okay. Would you rather stay on a below-average team, or would you join your rival to win a title? Oh. Talking about. Are LeBron? you talking about KD? Are you doing shots at the wrong? I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Would you rather, man? Johnny Damon. Think about the. I, mean, I tell you what, if I get a chance to win a ring, you're gonna take the ring. ring. I'm gonna take the ring. So you obviously have no Duke Carolina loyalties, but that's okay. <laughs> well, you can't do that. Well, I guess you could. You could as a, yeah. co- as a coaching staff. Graduate uh, transfer. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a legendary coach or a legendary player? I'd rather be a coach now because I'm a coach. You now. can't say now. Now, would you, would you rather be? If you had to choose. If oh, you had to choose, I'd rather be a player. A legendary player. Yeah. Say. These are some tough ones. Yeah, right? I think I'd rather be a legendary player. Yeah, absolutely. And last one: Would you rather retire for a year or play but not score for a season? Wait, wait, wait what was that again? Wow. Would you rather retire for a year? Wow. Or play but not score for a season? Damn. Now, if I get to play, like if it's a player of the year, if I got to play, then I'll, I'll play for a year. If I didn't score. Yeah, you would get to play. You just wouldn't score. Yeah, okay, I did, I did. Yeah. yeah. There we have I was, it. I was a defender. You were a defender? I didn't get the score. There you have it. Does anybody else have anything else they would like to contribute to this podcast? Good call. Happy birthday Good call. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Goody. Happy birthday to you. 
there you have it, folks. It's a damn good five thing. 5-0, too. 5-0. Not just any <laughs> birthday. It's the 5-0. It's the half of century. You, you old. old. You, hey, welcome to the club. Older than trees. <laughs> Can I round the show up now? And there you have it, folks. It's a damn good thing that these guys know a lot about sports because they can't sing worth a shit. Have a great night. <laughs>